0: Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host, Jared.
1: And I'm Edwina.
0: And today we're continuing a once more with Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Today we're doing season three, episode eight, <laughs> Lover's, Lover's Walk. Walk. This episode first aired November twenty-fourth, nineteen ninety-eight. Written by Dan Weber and directed by da- David Samel. Eddie.
1: This is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan of the show, but Jared has never watched the series all the way through and I'm trying to convince him it's worth his time. Now what's that?
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, um, lover's walk, Eddie. Uh, What was it like for you rewatching this episode?
1: Yeah, this is, you know, it's a good episode, this one. We get the return of Spike.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Which is always, always good. There's literally
0: little... crashing through the scenery on this one.
1: Yeah, he literally crashes through the scenery. It's a great entrance. Yeah. He always has a great entrance, doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> uh, there's some pure comedy gold moments in this episode. Yes, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Throughout, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, the <laughs> probably the one thing... Uh, that doesn't work after numerous watchings. Is the the fake out of Cordelia's death?
0: Yeah, even I was watching it. Going, what are they doing? <laughs> I and no one was. I could tell no one we knew was at the funeral as well. Yeah. So I'm like, too okay. small, too yeah, small it was a funeral. Too, well, too small, and I know n- she doesn't die.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. You know, cause...
0: I knew that. Um, but I suppose watching it the first time, I still been like, really, she died? You know? Yeah. Ooh, character death.
1: Fake out. Yeah, I think I think I was actually faked out.
0: You, you got faked
1: I, when, out when I first watched it on air. I was like, "No, they can't kill Cordelia."
0: <laughs>
1: but you know, it was that thing. I didn't. I don't think I even realised that Angel was in the works. Um, and they really had they had to break up. Yeah, Cordelia and Xander. Yeah, that had to stop. So, ah, uh, yeah. So, and this is the episode all, there's no more secrets now being kept.
0: All Mm, the secrets are Yeah, a few secrets got exposed actually. So, yeah, um, yeah, but uh, well, we'll get back into that. Let's uh, get this recap out the way and uh, get back into what we've got on Lover's Walk. All right. Buffy's unexpectedly high SAT scores make her start to think about the college opportunities open to her. That night, Spike returns to Sunnydale. The next day, Giles prepares to leave for a watcher's retreat and wants Buffy to go out-of-state college if she wants, adding that Faith can fill in for her while she's away. He warns Buffy about seeing Angel and she promises nothing will happen between them. Xander tells Willow that he wishes they could just get rid of their mutual attraction. Willow goes to a local magic shop looking for ingredients for an anti-love spell. Spike, who is hiding in the back of the shop, decides that a spell to make Drusilla love him again would be a good idea. At school, Willow works with her anti love spell while arguing with Xander. Spike knocks Xander unconscious before taking them both back to the factory to help with his love spell. When Willow tells Spike that she does not have enough ingredients, he goes to collect what she needs. At the library, Buffy is working out when her mum calls to discuss her college plans. Buffy hears Spike's voice in the background and immediately runs home, thinking her mum is in danger. Angel sees Joyce and Spike talking in the kitchen and attempts to attack Spike, but cannot enter the house because he has not invited.
1: He's a very bad man.
0: Bad man. Joyce, thinking Angel is still evil, backs away while Angel begs her to invite him in. Buffy arrives, pins Spike to the table and invites Angel in. Spike tells him that he's got her friends, and the three of them leave to get the supplies that Willow needs. As Oz and Cordelia are driving to find Giles, Oz's werewolf-enhanced smell of scents catches Willow's scent and he can tell she is afraid. Willow and Xander, believing themselves about to die, kiss just as Oz and Cordelia arrive to rescue them. Cordelia is horrified and runs up the stairs, but they collapse and she is impaled on a piece of rebar. As they leave with the supplies, Buffy, Angel and Spike are attacked by a welcoming committee of vampires sent by the mayor. Spike, exhilarated by the thrill of the fight, realises that the only way to get Drusilla back is not via love smell, but to become the demon he once was, whom she loved. Willow tells Buffy that Cordelia survived the fall, but is in hospital, having lost a lot of blood. When Xander takes flowers to her, Cordelia tells him to stay away from her. Buffy tells Angel that the only way they can continue to see each other is if he tells her he does not love her, something he cannot do. A happy and confident Spike is seen driving out of Sunnydale on his way to find Drizella. The end.
1: I did it my way.
0: way. <laughs> 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 all right, Eddie, what do you got for us tonight?
1: Oh, look, this this really is a great episode. Like, there are just some really great comedy moments in this, and it's all because. Like, Spike is just such a chaotic mess.
0: He just injects a bit of life into <laughs> yes. this episode, and doesn't it's he? What,
1: and it's kind of what this season needed was, a, you know, that charismatic chew the scenery kind yeah, of yeah Yeah, it
0: needed it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're right.
1: It's always a fun episode when it's like based on that sort of chaotic mess that Spike is and he's just randomly doing shit yeah (laughs) he doesn't know what he's doing he doesn't even know why he's there he's there he's so
0: impulsive like first he's he's there to to get some sort of spell then decides oh maybe I'll get Willow to do the spell and then he realises actually you know what I'll just you know be a man, be a man, and go get it. Yeah, myself. but
1: it's kind of good because he does work out his feelings. Like it's actually <laughs> kind of healthy what he did. There, there
0: is a bit of a, a character arc with him, isn't there? Yeah,
1: yeah. But it's actually quite healthy what he did. He sort of got it out of his system. He, you know, it's funny him. He's going back to all the places where their relationship fell apart. <laughs> so you know, and you know, he's you, he sees a bench and he starts reminiscing. But when they
0: <laughs> killed a homeless guy. Yeah.
1: And unfortunately, you know, when people are going through, and the fact that he's telling the same story to multiple people yeah. about their breakup <laughs> yeah. just makes absolute comedy gold.
0: The, the chaos demon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen them? They're all, snot, <laughs> all um, slime, slime and antlers. Yeah. Uh, you do eventually see this demon. <laughs>
0: This, the the demon he's talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah. really? Later, oh, okay. In,
1: yeah, in later seasons, which is quite funny, mm. and it's literally just a guy with antlers covered in slime. Um, yeah, so this episode sort of does a lot of these. I, I had I tried to look it up because I couldn't find what you call them, um, but I think it's called a twisted echo cut. And it's where. No idea what that is. So it's where somebody will. Well, I'd like to call it the subverting expectations cut. Because it's where they sort of say something. Like, um, for example, you hear Spike in the background saying, hello, Joyce. So you immediately think that Joyce is in danger. Then it does like this quick cut. To him sitting there drinking cocoa, talking about his feelings, asking
0: for some marshmallows. Yeah, wanting
1: wanting tiny little marshmallows for his hot chocolate, like for his hot cocoa. Um, yeah, and you know, and like they're having like a full D and M as mm. well. Like you know, you know he 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 kind of wanted a mum to talk to. He did, yeah. Which is also really really healthy. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that he went there, talked to Joyce, you know, and she had some. Healthy advice for him. She did,
0: him. yeah. Very supportive. You know, um, well, and she you, was like that with her own daughter.
1: Yeah. Well, you find out in later seasons that he was a bit of a mummy's boy when he was mm, human. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so so you can kind of see that he kind of um has a bit of respect for Joyce.
0: Mm. Well, at that so, time she went up and told him to piss off as well. And yeah, he, yeah. He ran he, away. I, I
1: think he's slightly intimidated by the sex, you know, that sort of older. Sexy older woman, so mm. to speak.
0: Yeah. I, yes.
1: <laughs> what do you call him? A cougar? Is she a coug- a cougar? A
0: cougar? Oh, I guess she is. Yeah. Is she a cougar? I don't know.
1: Well, she's I just don't... sort of.
0: A Cougars are more predatory, though. So they're more like yeah. on the prowl. Well, older woman. Well, she's
1: definitely an alpha older woman. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, he kind of has a little bit of respect for her. Yeah. And, yeah. Noticed um, that. Yeah. yeah. It was, and that that scene is quite funny the way that it cuts to that. Um, you also have. Um, so the other scene is like Cordelia passing out. You know, they they fa- do that fake out of her death, and then they cut to the funeral. The funeral, but then the camera sort of pans down, and it's actually yeah. Buffy and Willow Just saying, "Yeah, yeah, she's fine. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing got skewered. Yeah, <laughs> she's
0: fine.
1: Uh, yeah." Um, the other one is um, Cordelia saying, "You know, what loser would ever want to come back to this town?" Cut to him. Cut to him driving. driving, Yeah, doing a pretty much a repeat cut of his earlier entrance in the Hmm. in season two from school hard, but this time he runs over it, and then he kind of instead of seeing that boot come down, it's him actually just falling out of the car (laughs) with like all these bottles and stuff. So he's not quite the 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 vampire he used to be. No,
0: he's a broken man. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
1: And then he goes back to all, yeah, as I said before, he goes back to all the places that yeah, where his relationship fell apart. No, um, he's probably just
0: taken it back to the factories. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that would be stupid.
1: <laughs> um, you know, oh, we also have Xander and another. Like he gets another quite severe. Yeah, that wound. was that was a
0: bad one too like that that's death that one for sure yeah a there's no way damage
1: there's actually no way you survive no following on
0: from thing. last week's episode when we we're talking about concussions and notably a lot of the characters were knocked out and he was knocked out for yeah. quite some time he, yeah he was knocked out for some and, and blood everywhere and there
1: was blood pissing out of his head yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i'm surprised he, when he went to kiss Willie he didn't just vomit in a mouth <laughs> Yes.
1: you <laughs> got a bucket yeah and um, going and going back to that scene like I couldn't think of a more unsexy moment ever.
0: Yeah, I know, like we're all going to die, but I just kissing someone would just be so far away from your head. Your eyes would be closed. You'd be rolling around and moaning you'd be in, and in pain. Pain. Yeah. You'd
1: be nauseous.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You'd think that would be the last thing you'd want to do. Yeah. Um, and you know Willow, like that scene when they are found out by Cordelia and. Oz, I always did find it a little convenient that they were just there. Like yeah. they didn't make any noise trying to get there.
0: It didn't call up, you know. Yeah. Willow, Xander, you're there. They d- they yeah. Didn't,
1: they, yeah, exactly. Why didn't yeah. they call out? Just,
0: let's just quietly walk in and see what's happening. Yeah.
1: In case they're
0: making out. <laughs> Catch them.
1: Yeah. But as I said, they need to break up Cordelia and Xander so that they can go off, so that she can go off to a different
0: show. Yeah, right, sort of setting yeah. that up. Oh, okay. All right. Yep.
1: But also some really good episodes that come out of them not being together.
0: Mm. <laughs> Look forward to that.
1: Yes. That, yeah, that make make for a really great entertainment. Mm. So that's why as much as I hate the, the Xander-Willow relationship, it does lead to some good
0: episodes. All right. So. Oh, no, just going back to uh – Spike drinking hot chocolate. Yeah. Vampires can I thought they can't eat or they can drink, can they?
1: No, they can they can eat food and whatnot, but they it probably doesn't have a, it Spike does kind of go into it a little bit.
0: Right, okay. So um, what, he what, like,
1: what he likes the texture.
0: Okay. <laughs> but they don't digest it, I mean, do they?
1: Oh, I guess they must be some sort of digestive system. Yeah.
0: All right, okay. So more about vampire anatomy next time, huh?
1: Well, you know, faeces is mostly dead blood cells. That's hmm. why it's brown.
0: Right. That's, <laughs> that's
1: good to know. Like, <coughs> <laughs> so those dead blood cells got to go somewhere. Yep. Um. Again, you know, we have Buffy trying to work out what she's going to do with her future because she doesn't think she's – she never thought that she would have a future. Yeah. And she kind of wants all these other people to give her advice on – what to do, and everyone's sort of like, yeah, go away, go
0: away. <laughs> well, that was the thing. I mean, wasn't she meant to be committed to being the slayer? So I'm surprised everyone's sort of well, encouraging this. Well,
1: because Faith is around, but they're not talking to Faith about it either.
0: Well, she wasn't there, so assuming she's going to take the role, do you want to ask her first maybe or do you want to? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: No <laughs> she, one no one talks to Faith about it's it. Not even, she's not even in the episode, is she? She's not in the no, episode because, yeah. yeah, you don't want Faith and um, Spike meeting just yet. Oh, so okay, yeah. Leave that for later seasons. Like this is the episode that convinced Joss Whedon to put James Masters as a reoccurring character, like as like Spike as a reoccurring character. He thought he could okay. handle it. It's what sort of won him over. Right. So, so it,
0: he wasn't planning to bring him back after this episode initially.
1: Um, no. Well, I all don't. Right. I don't think so. But you know, it is that thing in the back of your head. Oh yeah, we could always bring. This character, yeah, back. we don't close the door, you know. But I think this this convinced him. Yeah, we need to bring him back as a more on a more permanent basis. We need mm. to find. We need to work out a way yeah. to bring him back on a more. Permanent it, it was basis. quite. A, he
0: did. It did really pick up the pace of the show. So as soon as and he this answered, is,
1: and this is like a like one of those fan favorite episodes. Like you, you'd be hard pressed to find a fan that doesn't love this episode. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes there are those episodes, like you know, even like the musical episode. You'll find some people love it to bits, and other people who hate it. <laughs> <laughs> this one, you'll, you'll you'll find it very difficult to find someone that hates this episode. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. No. Well, I I enjoyed it, so yeah, I could see yeah. that. Yeah.
1: And again, it's because it's got a lot of fun in it, but there's also a lot of drama, and it just balances out really yeah, well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah, yeah. It's it. It's,
1: that, f- it's fun, but then there are just – there are some quite heavy dramatic – like you have a full – you have two breakups in this yeah. episode as well. Well, technically
0: three, I suppose, you want to count, you know, because we find out that uh, Spike and Drusilla have broken up. So there's, yeah, there's yeah. three breakups there, really, if you think yeah. about it. So, lo- I so lo- you sort of have – even You can even maybe chuck a fourth one in there if you like because this is where Buffy and Angel kind of like – we're not getting back together as well. So
1: I, I was including oh. – Oh, so maybe –
0: well, four then. So it's it's yeah. Oz and Willow. Then you got. Oh, they so don't. They don't break up. Oh, shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not oh, yet. No. Okay. <laughs> no, no. They they do get back together. All right. So I suppose a semi-breakup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for Oz and Willow. Well, there's there's a fair bit of heartbreak in this. Yes, lots of heartbreak. Yeah. yeah. So there's a fair bit of heart heartbreak in this episode, but it's also a really funny, fun episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how you do that. Hmm. Like And the way, well, actually, the way that you do that is that you have a character like Spike pointing out the fact that Buffy and Angel are not talking about their relationship. They're yeah, a, he
0: calls them out on it, doesn't he? Like, yeah. He's only been there for two seconds and he's worked it all out, hasn't well, he? Well, he's
1: ignoring the fact that, well, well they're I- ignoring the fact that they really cannot be friends. <laughs> like, it's not going to work.
0: Yeah, they, they're kidding themselves.
1: Yeah, they have to work out a way... To have a relationship.
0: Uh, I just wanted to say something about the title of this episode. Yeah, all right. So, it's called Lovers Walk.
1: Yeah, no apostrophe.
0: Well, that, <laughs> that was a <the> funny part. Because <laughs> sometimes it's some so people put the, apost- yeah, the, the apostrophe in this. We'll talk about the apostrophe. <laughs> so, it's Lovers Walk without the apostrophe. So, lovers as in plural. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes people said it's been spelt as lovers with apostrophe as in personal, as in that lover's walk. There's yeah. two lovers have a walk. Yeah. And then it's the other lovers with the apostrophe after that. What does that mean? The apostrophe after the S. I'm 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 lost on that one. So, you get lovers as plural, lovers as personal, and then lovers would be...
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> so, it's a it's a plural as in like there's multiple lovers yeah. walk. Yeah. yeah. Well, their I'm glad journey. that's settled.
1: Yeah, their journey. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about... Uh, Willow and her use of magic in this. Yeah. So
0: Well, she didn't actually end up using any. but she. No, was...
1: but she was about to use magic on Xander for a very human thing that, you know, if she really wanted to, you know, it could be solved without magic. Yes, yeah. But, yeah, it was the first thing that she went to was a spell. Hmm. She was going to do it without Xander's consent as well. Yeah, and yeah. And this is sort of the start of where she and as she gets more and more powerful uh she starts doing this more and more, <laughs> mm. Like when she starts doing these magic spells on people without their consent, yeah, um That's and some, pretty bad, isn't it? yeah, and sometimes there's these quite bad consequences to that, and she still never learns yeah <laughs> sorry, yeah, but yeah, it's sort of an abuse of magic, mm. so this is
0: abuse of trust as well, yeah, I mean doing that. To do that power on someone, I mean, you're, you know, uh, I'm not sure. Also, how to sort also, also yeah, you know.
1: yeah. Also, knowing the dangers of love spells,
0: exactly, yeah, and and something can go horribly wrong, and which has already gone wrong with yeah. uh, the sand episode. So she knows that you don't do this stuff right. You know, and things can go really bad, and people could be hurt.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Um. Oh yeah. So that scene with Buffy and Angel, where she's like, "Tell me." Tell me you don't love me, that um, matches with the line in "I only have eyes for you" in that reenactment that the couple do. Yeah, where it's sort of that forbidden <laughs> love that love triangle, or oh, not love triangle, that forbidden love that they have.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So so. You,
1: Tell me you don't love me, and I'll walk away.
0: And he doesn't doesn't say it.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think James Masters actually burnt his hand really badly. Yeah, I did read that, and
0: I uh, didn't say anything to anyone. and yep. then, then went then quietly went to the hospital later. <laughs> it's the showmanship, there, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Um. Let's talk about Oz and his sense of smell.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So are we are we going into the um the, to his powers crossing over to his human yeah. self? Yeah. Yeah. We haven't really been given much uh, feedback or explanation on how his, uh, his werewolf powers work and is he, if he can control them or his senses or anything like that. So, yeah, he can smell. His yeah. enhanced sense of smell, I suppose, the first yeah. thing we've noticed. Yeah, but
1: could he only smell her because she was scared?
0: It seemed like it, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe because it was more of a, a just a reflex action, like his, he doesn't know anything about his powers. It just sort of kicked in. He's like, oh, I can smell her, you know. You know, without even yeah. trying to do it, knowing she was in da- possibly in danger, it just uh, manifested a little bit, and he yeah. was able to control it. So yeah, good on yeah. him.
1: So, had you seen this episode?
0: No, I still haven't seen any of these any episodes. Of
1: episodes. No. And did you go down any rabbit holes this? Oh yeah, this I went. Week. I went
0: down a bit of a rabbit hole on oh, no, this one. Uh, so as um, was it a Sex Pistols one? Yeah, so I went down a bit of a Sex Pistols rabbit hole, I've never been a huge fan of Sex Pistols. I, mean, I didn't didn't hate them, I didn't really love them, but uh, I understand what their influence was in music and in punk rock and starting a genre. Did you, did you, a, a you ever genre.
1: watch Did you ever watch the movie Sid and Nancy? Uh, yes,
0: yes, yeah. I did. And uh, so Actually, the song.
1: Why did I even? Ask? I'm pretty. Well, we did, watched it together. Did we watched it together. Yeah, we yeah. watched it
0: together. Um, so the song he's singing at the end, it uh, was "My Way." Um, Sid Vicious sang that song. Famously, um, but he's not singing that version. He's singing the Gary Oldman version from and Nancy*, *The My Way*. Um, yeah, so this is uh, when he starts singing. So I think Gary Oldman actually does, does sing this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it's, uh, it's funny. It's not, it's not a famous Sex Pistols song because he'd broken up with the band when this song had come out. So. So, yeah, this is him.
1: Well, it's actually quite a good scene in the movie as well.
0: Yeah, he's actually recreating a scene that happened in real life where Sid's sang this. So that's a. Ah,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: I did it my way,
1: because um, it was the fact that Sid Vicious had absolutely no musical talent
0: whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, and so
1: that. <laughs> and they sometimes used to just unplug his. Yeah, face. sometimes it. Was, no, it wasn't even plugged in. <laughs> they didn't <even> unplug it. <laughs> they didn't plug it in.
0: Um, yeah, but, so that got me on onto. Um, so we all we all know the Sex Pistols, but the person behind it, the real person who made them happen, was a guy called Malcolm McLaren. Malcolm. Yeah, um so I was just I was watching an interview he did with Conan O'Brien where he talked about the sex Pistols. it's a, it's a pretty good interview uh, to check it out to have a, a brief rundown also there's a there's a movie a documentary movie called the filth and the fury yep. that came out a num- number of years ago um it pretty pretty much explains the ride and and success yeah, of sex pistols it. there's this <laughs> famous um, today show interview that they do and it's it's like something out of a sketch comedy, like these obnoxious punk rockers go on like this nice wholesome Today Show and start swearing and cursing and and you know tell the tell the uh, um, the host that he's a dirty old fucker. <laughs> 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 you, you just watch this and think, did this is this real? Did this really happen? And yeah, it happened on TV, um, and that was the start of the career. So uh, yeah, Mal- Malcolm McLaren um, wasn't it
1: also Vivienne Westwood, the designer uh yeah i think she was a designer so
0: uh, malcolm mclaren had a clothes shop and as he explains this in the interview where lots of kids were thieving their clothes and a couple of them being the ex uh the soon-to-be members of sex pistols he decided to sort of hang out with and and he came up with the idea and and basically put the group together and formed the sex pistols um but uh but he's had an interesting career like to go from like the ultimate anarchy of what Punk rock was in the uh, in the mid to late seventies. He also pre- 70s. He
1: pretty much also stole all their money, <laughs>
0: like. Oh no, they spent it all. They, they had their money, but they <laughs> they fought and spent, and didn't they? <laughs> That's what they they say in the.
1: Uh, yeah, but I think it's one of those things where they they were very on very dodgy contracts that he had written up to make sure that he got a much higher percentage than. He probably deserved.
0: Yeah. But, you know, he got he gave them the ride and, and all the drugs and everything they wanted and, you know, and to this day they're still remembered. I mean, they started a genre. They did yeah. something amazing and uh, they weren't great musicians. He said, yeah. he said in the interview they had all these amazing instruments. They're like, like, this stuff would be worth like a couple hundred thousand pounds and they can't play them. <laughs> yeah. And he realised that, you know, they'd thieved them all off from, uh, from different musicians. They'd, they'd stolen... Keith Richards' bass and, and one of his TVs and a, a, a mink <laughs> coat from his girlfriend was sitting there. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it was just uh, they were just, just quite a bunch amazing. of kleptos. Yeah, um, so I started listening to yeah. So Malcolm McLaren, this this guy had a pretty interesting career. He passed away about ten years ago, uh, but but then he went from that and then from that he made it, he made an album called uh, Duck Rock. Um, and one of the famous songs on there, actually, this is one song called Buffalo Gals. I never heard of this song before. Um.
1: Yeah, this is the song. Um.
0: Let's it again. Buffalo Girls. Sound a little familiar? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Used in well, some commercials
0: No You're thinking of uh, The uh, One through one cabs It's, a, it's, a, it's a Eminem Two childbirth uh, girls Go around the outside Yeah So Yeah Sample I guess he used that For the inspiration Oh okay So That's him actually singing uh, Malcolm McLaren as well oh, Okay So yeah that, that was that one And there's another song That I, I absolutely Absolutely loved When I was uh, When I was younger And of course It's the double Dutch song <laughs> They really love their scratching.
1: <laughs>
0: and I absolutely loved this song as a kid. I absolutely loved it. That was uh, what I was watching, Double Dutch.
1: I was about to say, it sounds like uh, skipping ropes.
0: Yeah. Now, to go now, I just want to say, to go from absolute anarchy in the UK, to screaming about, you know, there's no future, and, you know, all this other stuff, and just absolute brutality, to go for, to Double Dutch. Yeah. Um it's just such a uh, – so, so polarizing, really. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love that song. <laughs> I probably love them more than the Sex Pistols. Uh, so that's – and that style is called – as a I can't remember what it's called, like Mambiki or – it's a Af- it's South uh, African sort of style of uh, it's sort of music. So, um, yeah. I don't think you played enough of it. You want to hear more? Yeah. <laughs> you want that, to hear
1: more? No, is that all of it or – oh, it's just the double Dutch.
0: Oh, it's a song, yeah. Is there singing? Yeah, they're singing. Yeah, yeah, they do some singing. Yeah, not this song.
1: Yeah, what? This is in a movie.
0: Oh, it's probably been in a movie. Yeah, I think it's actually. I think it was used in Wolf of Wall Street.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking more That's, like Ace Ventura: Pet Detective Two.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, it gives a shout out to uh, this dancing group, cri- the Ebonettes. Okay. Hey, Ebba, Ebonettes. You could, uh, we, we were, this is a... Was a yeah. It's a great song. I, actually, I absolutely love this song. I haven't heard it in bloody years. Um, yeah. Go check that out. All right. uh, the Ebonettes. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so Malcolm McLaren as well. So he's quite influential, going from creating a whole rock genre from the 70s to starting the the New York beats in um, in the early 80s. Okay, yeah. So, you know, good on him.
1: Impressive.
0: Yeah, most impressive.
1: All right, do you want to get into question time? Yeah,
0: okay, I think we can do that. I hope that the that- Answers a little bit uh, your your question. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, Jared, which character was your favorite in this episode?
0: Do I need to tell you?
1: Is he blonde?
0: Maybe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is he British?
0: He's is British, yeah.
1: <laughs> is he Blondie Bear? Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> Blondie Bear. <laughs> Or well, Captain Peroxide Captain Peroxide,
0: yeah And what's with the little scar thing? Is that on him? Or is that, is that um, just th- Jane Masters I have that? I think
1: he actually has it And they've just added extra makeup to make it more prominent
0: Okay, yeah yeah. Always wondered about Cause, that
1: Because scars are sexy apparently mm, so. yeah. hmm. Tell a story Yes uh, Any
0: Spikes was yours, obviously Of course yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> um, Which character do you love to hate?
0: I really disliked Willow this episode Mm-hmm. more than usual. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan of Willow. Um what she was doing this episode was yeah. quite wrong and
1: Yeah. I actually have both Willow and Xander in yeah. this episode. They have been very very naughty boys. Though yeah. <laughs> it's very naughty. What is it that he says you're a very naughty man. It's not the
0: Messiah. <laughs> He's a very naughty boy.
1: <laughs> um no, well uh, <laughs> Spike says it. It's like you're a very naughty, like you're a very bad boy. <laughs> a very bad man. You're a very bad man. Who'd you it. say that to? Um when Joyce when he's trying when um it's what he uses to Oh taunt yeah, him. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. To um, an Angel, yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh what was the most memorable fight scene?
0: Yeah, I thought the trio going down with the vamp squad in the middle in the street. That whole, uh, yeah. that whole sequence was uh pretty pretty intense. I think it was the only fight scene really
1: Oh there's a few. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few fight scenes in this. Um like I would have actually gone with like when it moves into the actual shop. In the shop, yeah, yeah. Uh and Spike is just chewing and chewing <laughs> that scenery. Yeah. Like everything's a one-liner. Yeah. <laughs> like he's like, you know, gone soft. <laughs> and then he, all of all of his one-liners have to do with that like that vampire calling him soft. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's my favourite fight scene is
0: in the shop. Yeah, in the shop.
1: Um, LOL moment.
0: <laughs> I think all the scenes with Spike were LOL moments. I can't think of one. The, I, th- I suppose the one where he's. Uh, where he's behind Joyce and he's poking faces at an Angel behind her and he's like yeah. doing doing the biting teeth.
1: Yeah, where, where, anywhere in, when he's taunting Angel. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's pretty hilarious. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Actually that's my favorite bit where, he, where he's behind Joyce doing the biting motions yeah. and going, You're a very bad man. <laughs> uh yeah, that's my favorite. I could also go with um. Buffy talking to Giles just to have one that's not a Spike moment. Um, Buffy talking to Giles and she's like, "Yeah, she saw those these scores and her head, her head spun around and exploded." And Giles is like, uh, I've been on the Hellmouth too long. That was metaphorical, yes. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> seen it all.
1: Yeah. Um, favourite
0: scene. I did like the Spike Willow scene." That's What I've got. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. Where he, yeah, he's he's like torturing her, and then confiding in her. At the end of the stage. Yeah. It's he's just so uh, manic, isn't he? Yeah. Like,
1: it's this up and down. One
0: moment he's threatening her with a glass bottle, the next, next time he's, he's crying he's, on her shoulder. Yeah, He's like
1: literally crying on her shoulder to then like wanting to have sex with her, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And saying, yeah. Pretty much this whole roller coaster.
0: <laughs> mm, all in one scene. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's probably my favorite scene as well. And also Willow jumping up going, hold on, there will be no having of any kind. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. then I'm
0: going to have you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the, your least favourite scene?
0: Uh, it was uh, Willow and Xander when they're outside talking about their emotions. And
1: oh, and when she's like, he's like, can I kiss your earlobe? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I'll just go with the Cordelia fake out death scene.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And poor Cordelia. How <laughs> oh, is that? How is that? So did you, you know she
0: actually did get impaled by rebar when she was a girl? Yeah. Did you see I had, that? <laughs> I, had, I did read that. Yeah, yeah. So she's actually got a scar from it that apparently you can see sometimes. So yeah. very similar to that story, funny enough. Um, well, yeah. it
1: does mean now she can wear more mid tops. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, but the poor girl gets... Start, like she sees her boyfriend kissing another woman, then immediately gets impaled.
0: Yeah, it really, it really did come out of nowhere. Actually, yeah. I would say, like, oh Jesus, you know.
1: Yeah, let's give her a really, really bad fucking day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. The world was shooting on Cordelia that day.
1: Oh yeah. Um, favorite quote.
0: Uh, probably got the same one. I'm guessing. Is
1: that the "You're not friends"? Oh no, that's no, not okay.
0: This is the. Spike, oh, God. Angel, what? Now what? Spike, we killed a homeless man on this bench. <laughs> Me and Drew, these were good times. You know, he begged for mercy. And you know, that only made her bite harder. <laughs> and Buffy's like, I guess you had to be there.
1: <laughs> no, I've got the...
0: <laughs>
1: I've got the the very famous, you're not friends, you'll never be friends. You'll be in love till it kills you both. You'll fight and you'll shag and you'll hate each other till it makes you quiver. But you'll never be friends. Love isn't brains, children. It's blood. Blood screaming inside you to work its will. I may be love's bitch, but at least I'm man enough to admit it.
0: Bitch. (laughs) That's very good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um. And it is that thing because that sort of... It, this is a little bit of foreshadowing as well because that's pretty much what...
0: Foreshadowing to what, baby? I wonder. <laughs>
1: um, for, I know everything. For Buffy and Spike's rela- future relationship, that pretty much explains it.
0: Fighting and fucking, yeah.
1: Yeah. And they hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, best Cordelia freak-out moment?
0: Um I think where they're trying to find uh Xander and Willow and Buffy's Yeah, either they were taken or they ran or maybe and could you those you're having too many oars. Pick one.
1: <laughs> I'll just go with Xander. Stay away from me.
0: Ooh, yeah, that was <laughs> that was cold. That was cold. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh who gets the wooden spoon?
0: Now, you'll listen here, little lady. <laughs> Willow. Willow. Willow gets the wooden spoon. Yeah.
1: I think I'm going to have to give it to Cordelia. Just oh, cause, really? Yeah. Just, oh, no. Actually, no. I no? won't give it to Cordelia. No, okay. you're right. It goes to Willow.
0: Yeah.
1: Actually, no, you know what? Geez, it- we
0: just want to shit on Cordelia a little bit more. Give her a wooden <laughs> spoon as well.
1: <laughs> no, actually, you know what? I'm going to give the wooden spoon to Xander.
0: Mm hmm. Oh, that's not really fair, I think.
1: Yeah, because it did feel like perhaps um, Cordelia perhaps was more in love with Xander than Xander was with Cordelia. Mm,
0: possibly, yeah. Mm, yeah, him. It, him was more of a conquest. <laughs> yeah. 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 A definitely. Trophy girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um, who gets the MVP?
0: It's funny. I actually wrote Angel. but I'm looking at that now. Um, no. I think it's Oz. That's Spike. <laughs> Spike. <laughs> You're bloody right. Yeah. You know what?
1: I I actually had, had a really difficult time with this. Because I think I wrote down Spike first. Then Angel. Then I went, you know what, I'll give I'll give it to Oz because he actually finds Willow and Xander. But I really did want to give it to to Spike. Because yeah. he does come in and kind of you know, expose all of these secrets that yeah. that they've been keeping.
0: Yeah, and it's funny, the little montage at the end. And I've yeah. said this before with the heroes all being miserable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're all just miserable at the end. And him going down the highway, <laughs> he is. going my way. And he, is just,
1: and he is just... He's having a ball. Yeah, he's in a really good place. Yeah. Like his little trip to um, Sunnydale. Yeah, helped him. He came, he him came a broken so man, much. left
0: left a man with a mission. Yeah. So. <laughs>
1: so, you know, he went through all his emotions and, you know, and that's the thing, like... You know, you go on about him being a soulless vampire, but he seems to have more love and passion than like. Could you couldn't really imagine Angelus being broken up with and
0: mm, yeah,
1: crying into a co- cup of cocoa. No, no,
0: he doesn't. He's he's a bit stoic that way, isn't he? Mm. Like he's a bit of a blank slate almost. You know, yeah, too too blank. Yeah, yeah where well, they're. Spike Whereas, does seem to yeah, show multiple emotions, yeah, you know,
1: and lots of passion. Yeah, but yeah. when he does talk about Drusilla, he talks about it in a more uh, like possessive way. Yeah, as well. So it's it's hard to gauge what
0: she wouldn't even kill me.
1: <laughs> was it you know? Is it love or is it obsession? Which has yeah. also been explored in the yeah series, but yeah, and but they had you know this great love that he kept talking about it was timeless <laughs> or eternal love eternal it's meant to be this great eternal love that he doesn't have anymore mm. so it's just devastated him yeah <laughs> um, what do you rate this episode out of 10
0: I said 6 I might give it 7 making out chaos, chaos demons <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go with 9 out of 10 rat's eyes
0: Oh yeah, the rat's eyes, yeah. yeah. A whole jar used, of them.
1: I, what is it? I used to bring her rats for breakfast with the morning paper.
0: <laughs> oh, everything that came out of his mouth was just gold this episode, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just really really the show really needed some <laughs> injection of humour and uh, yeah, and, but uh how, how do you liking. make
1: how do you make like I do find with a lot of T V shows when you're dealing with heavy emotional issues it gets to the point where it's hard to watch the episode. Hmm. and but because this injects so much comedy into it it doesn't feel like work <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah that's why I definitely love this episode
0: all right well uh no no I thought I had something but uh wasn't that interesting so I think we'll just uh punch it Eddie yeah all right. Well, I hope you've enjoyed your time with us. We are Nerd Subculture. My name is Jared. I'm Edwina. And you can find us on...
1: TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. There is a Facebook group. And you can email us at nerdsubculture at gmail.com.
0: And be sure to like, share, subscribe. Catch us for our next episode. I'm not sure what it is. I'm sure it'll be great. We hope to see you there. Take care. Bye. girl <laughs>
1: Ger- arg.